early signing day. Uh, you'll be seeing me again. I'll be going live probably a couple times throughout the day to just talk about the signings actually going in, if there's any shocking moves, whether Florida gets commitments or Florida loses a flip, whatever it might be. We're going to talk about it. Um, but for now, mock class, I'm here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. We're available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Wednesday. Happy early signing period beginning. We're available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, here, yeah, Wednesday, Brandon Olson, Twitter, WNS underscore Brandon, written work, whole nine sports, Giants, country, MSI.com. Um, Here's the thing. I initially recorded this entire episode with John Garcia, of course, Lockdown's Recruiting Insider. You guys love him more than you love me, which is totally fair. <laughs> I don't blame you. And then Restream didn't save the recording, so we, we lost that, but... And I don't have John with me again to re-record, but we're going to take a little bit of a weird approach here. Um, We're doing a mock class today, a mock recruiting class where we'll talk about guys that are committed, guys that might decommit, and people who might commit to Florida in this time. Um, And I'll recap what I spoke about with John, of course, the part that did get say or not didn't get but the parts that I could remember we will talk about. Um, first thing that we spoke about though was Jaden Rashada, um, because of course Jaden Rashada, quarterback for Miami in, or committed to Miami in June, decommitted from Miami in November and flipped to Florida at like one a.m. It was really cool because um, I was getting ready for bed and then I had to go live and it was just awesome. But there's been buzz recently from people who say, well, Oregon just lost Dante Moore to UCLA. Uh, Oregon was in on Jaden Rashada in June. Are they still in on him? Could they get him to flip to Oregon? I understand the, the differences. You know, Oregon had a more successful season. True. Oregon has a, has a better offensive line. Not true. Um, want to make that one very clear. I saw that one on Twitter. Disagree. Um, also, Jaden Rashada wouldn't have the opportunity to become a starting quarterback as a true freshman if he went to Oregon because Bo Nix is back for another season. Also, Oregon just lost Dillingham, their offensive coordinator, to Arizona State. He's their new head coach. So you don't have him. You don't have the guy that made that offense as good as it was for Bo Nix. So you don't have that. Like, like you lost your OC and you lost your quarterback recruit. I don't know what makes you think that Oregon's just going to go out and add another one. So Jaden Rashada, I know that there's social media buzz that he's going to be uh, flipped to Oregon. It's not happening. Um, it's silly to even think that. No, Jaden Rashad is back. So the top of the class, the crown jewel of the class, your starting quarterback, your your 
not your starting quarterback, but your future starting quarterback, most likely your five-star or four-star, depending on where you're looking quarterback, Jaden Rashada staying with the Florida Gators. That, that's how we're going to start this mock class. Kelby Collins, I believe staying with the Florida Gators. I know that he's someone where different programs are pushing for him. Bama, of course, being the most notable one. I think Kelby Collins is going to remain a Florida Gator. I don't think he's a flip candidate. I'm not worried about him, really. So, Kelby Collins staying. Aiden Mizell, the top receiver of the class for the Florida Gators. I think he's staying. He's all Gator. That, that like He came out holding the baby Gator. He's all Gator. Dijon Johnson, Gator. I know that he was initially talked about with Miami and and... Well, after decommitting from Ohio State, it was Florida, Miami, and then he never took a visit to Miami. He never took a visit to anywhere but Florida. Uh, So we spoke about Dijon Johnson staying. Uh, Eugene Wilson III staying, I believe, to be a Florida Gator. Then you talk about Andy Jean. We're going to skip to the next receiver. Andy Jean is on the lower end of the rankings, although everybody loves him. Everybody loves Andy Jean. Everybody talks about Andy Jean as one of the most under- rated receiver prospects in high school recruiting right now it's weird how often people are like oh well you know this guy andy gene is overlooked even even when he was already uh leaning florida it was like well he's someone who could 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 stay could rise a lot and nothing nothing's changing i know that florida state got a visit got two visits and people are like okay well he's visiting florida state he's interested i think he's going to remain a gator uh john garcia was obviously here but now he's not because i have to re-record this um and john was even saying you know yes there is some momentum for florida state and i know that uh i believe it was I believe it was Corey Bender from On3 that tweeted out, hey, this is a, a coin flip kind of where I'm slightly leaning Florida, but this is a coin flip. John seemed more confident this is likely going to be Florida, that Florida State hasn't picked up, um, let's say, enough steam to really feel like they're pushing in hard there. So Andy Gene is expected here to be a Florida Gator. And by here, I mean on Locked On Gators. We're going to assume he's going to remain a Locked On. He's going to remain a Florida Gator. He's going to be locked in with the Florida Gators. Roger Kearney, of course, just just flipped from Florida to or from Florida State to Florida. So that one, we're like, okay, well, he's he's probably going to stay. He flipped what a month ago, a month and a half ago. Oh wow, almost two months. Jeez, it's been a while. Um, but then there's also Jakeem Jackson as someone where people are like, okay, is he is he someone that's going to flip because he's gotten a lot of interest lately. He's been visiting multiple schools. So <laughs> you look at who he's going, and we know that Miami was like, oh, well, we're going to push for Jakeem Jackson. We're going to take him. We know that he's taken visits to Kentucky. We know that he's gotten interest from Florida. He's gotten interest from a lot of different places, and I still think he remains a Gator. I know that, you know, he was with that John Walker day that they recruited the same day. Um, as I'm recording this, Deshaun Johnson literally just tweeted, uh, pen to paper tomorrow, it's official. Hopefully that means saying a Gator. Um, but with Jakeem Jackson, 
I think he's one of those guys that can just step in immediately and become a legitimate, legitimate uh, starter as a true freshman, or maybe not even starter, but a rotating player early on. He's someone that we're looking for, and we're looking forward to seeing here. So with Jakeem Jackson, I know there's buzz, we'll say, buzz that he might go elsewhere. I think Jakeem Jackson stays a Florida Gator, and I'm not just the type to go, oh, well, we're not losing anybody. Um, but I think Jakeem Jackson stays. I think Andy Jean stays. I think that if we lose anybody from this recruiting class, it's, well, just lost Tyree Patterson the other day, although that one was expected for months to UCF specifically. Um, so just lost Tyree Patterson. But I think if Florida loses anybody from this class, it's going to be someone that we're not really talking about as a flip candidate. I, I think that's going to be the case. And we're going to look at the rest of this class but first, today's episode of Locked On Gators is brought to you by Bet Online. The Florida Gators were 10.5-point underdogs against Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl last week. And for the first time all season, they did not cover the spread while underdogs. Don't forget, uh, they never covered the spread while favored, and they never didn't cover the spread while underdogs except for the bowl game. They had the streak going perfectly. Which sucks. The under did hit, though, 52 and a half, and I told you I was going to take the under. I told you I was going to take an alt under, and they both hit, so that was as free money as you can get. But use bet online. That's how you're going to make your money. That's how I've been making my money. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn all about the trends and action. Check out bet online. It's where the game starts. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Every day we're available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Looking at the rest of this mock class, I'm starting with someone that I think will commit to Florida that is not currently committed to Florida. Jaden Platt. Jaden Platt is the guy that I think commits to Florida. Of course, he's a Stanford tight end commit. He is still committed. He took visits to Texas A&M and Florida. He went to Texas A&M this past weekend, Florida before. Uh, But, and on three, I believe it was Corey Bender again, uh, posted yesterday, Jaden Platt has ruled out Stanford. I know people put their predictions in for Florida, but we've been talking about it for a while here. Florida is a great fit for Jaden Platt. It's also incredibly interesting to me where Jaden Platt just in general is interesting because it feels like Florida wants him very badly to be a Florida Gator because he was recruited by Florida through March. I think he committed to Stanford in June, if I'm not mistaken, Uh, but he was recruited by Florida. He was offered in March. Florida took visits to him. Then he commits to Stanford. Then you hear all summer and all season, Florida isn't recruiting tight ends for the 2023 class. Part of that being that they weren't high on the tight end class. Part of that being that this right now on roster, on roster, you've got three true freshman tight ends, or four true freshman tight ends on roster right now in Gainesville. You've got because you've got Hayden Hansen, obviously we all know him here. <laughs> you've got uh, Arliss Boardingham, who yeah, receiver, tight end, hybrid, whatever, don't care. You've got Andrew Savai there. He was a DN. He flipped to tight end just a few weeks ago. Um, also, as a freshman, you've got Scott Isaacs the third is a walk on freshman. Then in a few weeks, you've got Tony Livingston coming in, who is part of the 2022 class. You've got Tony Livingston coming in. So you're going to have five freshman tight ends 
in January. And a sixth one coming in in 2023 by adding Jaden Platt. But I think having those five freshman tight ends and previously saying, oh, we're not super in on tight ends, to all of a sudden pushing very hard for Jaden Platt, I think that goes to show what Florida thinks of Jaden Platt as maybe even an immediate contributor, or, or maybe not not immediate starter, but maybe an immediate contributor, where you've got so many freshmen already, and you're like, okay, well, in a couple of years, we're going to have a lot of guys that can play. And you're going, well, you know what? Right now, we're adding another one because we think he can make a more immediate impact. So Jaden Platt is someone that I think will commit to the Florida Gators uh, during this signing period. I, I forget which day exactly he is committing, but during the signing period, I think the Florida Gators keep Cameron James along the defensive line. I think they keep TJ Searcy. I think they keep Will Norman. I realize people on Twitter are like, oh, Will Norman's leaving. I don't know why people think that. I don't. He's not someone that I think is leaving. Uh, Gavin Hill, I think, remains with the Gators, but I feel like I haven't seen anything from him involving Florida for a little bit. So maybe he's the surprise flip out there. Although I, I don't think he is. Looking at the defensive line also for potential commits, John and I spent a bit of time talking about Quay Rousseau, James Smith, and Jordan Hall. Here's the thing. Quay Rousseau, James Smith, they've been Auburn, Alabama with Florida like mixed in there. Auburn got a visit this past weekend, which was surprising. Even John was like, hey, like this was we recorded a few days before the weekend. And they had no visits set up. And then all of a sudden, they set up a visit. And then Quay Rousseau can't make his visit. Quay Rousseau can't make his visit. James Smith goes to the Auburn visit by himself. It's the first time that either of them have taken a visit, an official visit, without the other one. So it's the first time that that's happened. James Smith is also more of an Auburn lean. He was always kind of, you know, Alabama-Auburn not Florida. He was Ohio State was interested and they ruled that out a solid time ago. Quay Rousseau was always the one that was like, well, Florida's the dark horse for him. That's the one that he wants. So we'll see if they remain the package deal, but it's interesting because I feel like for even the package deal players, you don't see them stick together that long. They usually don't make it this far in the process as a package deal, but they're still here. So that's interesting. This is a first visit without him. It seems like something's setting up to be screwy. I don't think it is. I think that they're both headed to Auburn, but it seems like they're, or uh, Alabama, but it seems like there's something screwy that could happen where it's like, oh, this one visit gets James Smith to commit to Auburn. This one non-visit, we'll call it that gets Quay Rousseau to commit to either Alabama or Florida because he didn't get to go with this new staff. Um, so it makes it just a very interesting and, and, and wild situation. That's a ton of fun, by the way. Um, so I, I love it. But I will also say, looking at Jordan Hall, the other defensive lineman here, we, t- we spoke about this as a Jacksonville battle. John Garcia said, hey, like this thing is looking all Athens right now like it looks like it's Athens battle to lose Georgia we know that we spoke about this as the uh the cocktail party battle between Florida and Georgia he's a Jacksonville kid but I'll I'll tell you this I am 95% certain 
that Jordan Hall is going to be a Georgia Bulldog. It's as simple as that. It's, it's not me being uh, a pessimist either. That's not what I do. But I'm 95% certain that he's going to be a Georgia Bulldog by the end of the day. So there's that by the end of the signing period. So do with that with you, Will. We'll see what really happens. Um, but I mean, this is... I know this is a mock class episode, which I've never done, which is, this is probably a weird time to do it, but this is a mock class episode, but and I'm talking about people who I don't think are going to be Gators, but it's people who Florida's a hat on the table. And I even spoke with this about, with John about this, where I was like, Hey, it kind of sucks. It feels like that saying like always a bridesmaid, never a bride is kind of what's happening in Florida where early in Billy Napier's tenure, we were like, Oh, like we're a hat on the table. That's a great thing. And then we got some of these big recruits, and now we're like, well, we don't want to be a hat on the table anymore. Like, we want to be the hat. We want to be the table at that point, even. So it's getting interesting. Um, it's getting really fun. But now we're about to take a look at the rest of the class to wrap up today's show after a quick word from our sponsors. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day, every day. We're available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. To wrap up today's show, we're talking about the We'll say bottom half of this class. It's a big recruiting class. I'm not talking about uh, transfers, by the way. So I'm not talking about Caleb Banks, who is committed to Florida. I'm not talking about Grayson McCall, who Florida has buzzed for. I'm not talking about, I'm so sorry, I forget his name, North Carolina A&T running back that Florida offered yesterday. I'm not talking about any of those. I'm talking about high school recruits. So we're looking at these high school recruits where defensive line we've gone through. Looking at Aaron Gates is the guy that I'm going to mention here. Because Aaron Gates is someone who has been quiet on the Florida front. He's been quiet recruiting-wise in general. Athlete, likely going to be, I believe, a, a nickel defender at the next level. Uh, but he is the only holdover from Dan Mullen. He committed to Florida in August of 2021, which at this point is a year and a quarter uh, or a year and a third, really. Wow. Sheesh. So a year and a third. And it's been quiet. Like, I, I, we haven't seen buzz for him elsewhere, and we haven't seen buzz for him even in Gainesville or from Florida Twitter. Um, so it's fun that way. But Aaron Gates is someone where he could be one of the late flips, I feel like. But I, I don't think he will. I think he's going to be a Gator. I feel like if you were going to flip, you would have flipped by now just because he committed to Florida before it was Billy Napier. Like, he wasn't even a Napier kid. So I, I think that there's that concern. I don't think it happens, but if he did, wouldn't shock me. Another name that wouldn't shock me, but I'm hoping, hoping remains in Gainesville, is Sharif Dents in the corner, who's gotten a lot of interest elsewhere. We know that he took that Bama visit. And I will say for the Bama visit, a bunch of Gators fans were like, oh my goodness, oh, he's going to go to Bama. Because he took the visit, and the thought was, well, if he's taking a visit, he's not really committed to Florida. Here's the thing. One, maybe. Two, you're a fool to not just go take, you know, use their money, have fun, be wine and dined. And dined. Um, also, if you're a DB and Alabama's like, hey, man, like we want to get you on campus, you have to at least go. Right? Like, I, I know Cormani didn't, which is funny because we talk about DBs and we talk about Bama and, and him. Um, but, like, if you're sure you've done this, like, I feel like you have to go. Like, if I'm a DB and Alabama wanted me to go to visit, 
I'd go just because it's Bama. Like, it's Nick Saban, the DB guru, wants me to go to his school. Yeah, I'm going to go take the visit. I think it'd be awesome. Um, but I again, I think that this is one of those times where I wouldn't be shocked if he flipped. But I'm expecting him to stay. Uh, Jordan Castell is all Gator, I believe. I think he's going to be all Gator. I think he's going to be a very freaking good safety, by the way. Like, I... Jordan Castell's tape is phenomenal. I I, I loved his tape. Uh, it's awesome. Isaiah Nixon is a name where I know that Florida Gators fans talk about him as a flip uh, because he's been taking visits and he's been doing all that. But I, I think that he remains a Gator. I know that he was initially Central Florida, decommitted um, to go, decommitted from UCF to go to Florida. I know that other people kind of think that he might go back to UCF and it might be a big thing. I don't think that's going to be the issue or the case. Um, Isaiah Nixon is a name where Gators fans will remember him. Of course, Isaiah Nixon was initially committed to Central Florida and then he flipped to Florida uh, right in the midst of that whole Jaden Rashada thing happening, and and it got really weird for a while. Um, and yeah, it, it was just wild. But back to the nature at hand. Um, UCF is pushing for Isaiah Nixon to flip. There are quite a few people in Gainesville that think Isaiah Nixon will flip back to Central Florida. I think he's 50-50 is what I'll say. Uh, it would not shock me at all if he went back to back to UCF. Florida, public perception-wise, is pretty rough right now. UCF has John Walker, who's been on multiple visits and has no doubt bonded with some of the guys in this Gators class, where I'm not saying Isaiah Nixon is going to flip because John Walker, but obviously something about UCF really uh, attracted him before. He left. He was with John Walker on multiple occasions. They, they've been on, I'm sure they're in group chats or whatever. And it wouldn't shock me if he flipped back. I'd say he's one of those guys where it's perfectly 50-50. Um, actually, I, I'd say 60-40 he's going to UCF. As I'm talking about it, I'm like, it just feels like he's more likely to leave. There's quite a few guys where, you know, Treyon Webb is a Gator. There's no doubt about that. Treyon Webb is a Gator. Jaden Robinson is a Gator. Najee Harris is a Gator. Bryce Thornton is a Gator. Bryce Lovett is a Gator. Those are all guys that I'm like, I don't see them flipping at all. But when you're looking at the tail end and you look at the class in general with who's committed right now and who might decommit, I think their most likely decommits are Isaiah Nixon. And I feel like that's like the main one. It's Isaiah Nixon and then like Aaron Gates, which even then I'm not suspecting. Uh, Andy Jean, I don't think, I think Andy Jean stays with the Gators. I could be wrong, but this is gut telling me that I think Andy Jean stays with the Gators. So I think Isaiah Nixon is your biggest flip candidate. I think he goes, unfortunately, like as I was saying it, I just like talked myself into it. I think Isaiah Nixon's gone. I think Andy Jean stays. I think Aaron Gates stays, although it wouldn't shock me if he left. There's a few other guys like that, but I think the biggest drop off is Isaiah Nixon leaving. I think the biggest ad is Jaden Platt coming in. I think that you could maybe make a push for Quay Rousseau since he didn't get to go to that Auburn visit. So I think the best case scenario here is Auburn knocked the James Smith visit out of the park. If they nailed that visit 
and Quay Rousseau didn't get to go on that visit, so he's not feeling the same way. I think that's the best way you have of splitting up that package deal. Or at least getting Quay Rousseau to go, I didn't get to go on that visit. I didn't get to be with this staff, so I don't want to play for Auburn. So Quay Rousseau is the guy that you can push for. But Jaden Rashad is staying. I think Andy Jean is staying. Most of the guys are staying. You you add Jaden Platt. You're a hat on the table for a couple of the guys that I don't think you're going to get. But I, I think the class stays relatively the same. And then the important part after that is the top uncommitted guys after the early signing period you push like heck for. And the transfer portal guys you push like heck for. Because here's the thing where it's going to get crazy after the early signing period again because – once the early signing period ends, guess what? You don't have to worry about retaining your current commits anymore. So the attention that you've been giving them, the visit to Will Norman, the visits to places where you could have been visiting people who aren't committed to Florida, you get to free up that time again. And you get to go visit more portal guys. You get to visit more uncommitted high school recruits. And you get to push for these guys. Like Caden uh, Jones commits January 7th, signing soon, push for him to... to put pen to paper and things like that. But good luck for early signing day. I will be going live for early signing day. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a blast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Brandon Olson. Catch Lockdown Gators every single day. Thanks for making it your first listen. Make your second listen. Lockdown SEC hosted by Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Get the best coverage on the best conference, including the best university, the University of Florida. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, WNS underscore Brandon. Written work with Whole Line Sports and Giants Country of SI.com. And I'll see you all tomorrow.